Wonderful. Good morning, church. Everyone doing good? Okay, I want to I want to dive straight into this this morning because uh, I got a lot of stuff to get through, and I wanna uh, I wanna give plenty of time for uh, for God to move. Is that okay? Um, in um, in Song of Songs, Song of Songs is a is a love song, a love story, a love letter um, from God um, to His people. And there's this there's this beautiful uh, passage in um, Song of Songs two, where God speaks over His people, He sings over His people, and He He announces the season has changed. It's a new day. It's a new time. He's speaking to people that have been in a, a winter season where everything is dry and barren and cold. And God announces the season is changing. It's a season of spring. It's a season of new life, of fruitfulness, of hope, of beauty. And God announces a new sound to accompany the new season. God says it is the sound of singing in the air. The birds are singing. It's a sound of the dove, which we know is a, a picture of the Holy Spirit. The dove is cooing in the land. Uh, I think the Passion Translation even says that the flowers are whispering a new sound that changes in the air, that God is on the move. And um, I, I was sharing with the, with the worship team on, on Monday. I remember, uh, I think it was last year or the year before, um, I was in Macedonia. And it was one of those evenings, it was a beautiful um, late spring, early summer European night. Um, you know, like in England, we'd be at home with, you know, our cup of Horlicks and our slippers on. But we're in mainland Europe. It's kind of nine o'clock at night. We've got the short sleeve shirts on. We're just walking by the bank of the river. It's beautiful. And from the other side of the river, I hear a sound. And it's a brass band playing. And for a moment, I, have you ever been there where you, you know you kind of recognize the sound, but you can't quite place it. And so I'm listening to this band playing and I, I'm thinking, I know that tune, but I can't quite put my finger on what it is. And after a few minutes, it dawned on me that they were playing Christmas carols. <laughs> and, and then it, it kind of, it, I, I realized why it seemed so out of place. I was like, it's not the season for Christmas carols. It's, it's spring, and, and I, just, I know some people like listening to Christmas music all year round, but, um, but trust me, in, in, a, in a beautiful May-June evening, it was the wrong sound that was coming out of that brass band. And I, I kind of wanted to go over it and say, guys, what's going on? Hasn't anyone told you the season has changed? You need to change your sound. You need to change what you're playing. The sound has changed. It's a sound of spring. And, and I feel God is wanting to say to his church this morning, church, the season has changed. It's no longer winter. It's no longer dryness or barrenness. God is moving. It's a time of spring, of new life, of new hope. And God is producing a new sound right now. Uh, this is a, you, you can put the, the PowerPoint up. Um, I, I want to talk to you uh, this morning about the sound from heaven. And um, 
This is something I've kind of studied. It's a fascinating study. Um, I'll probably turn this into a book at some point. Um, but do you know, in the Bible, whenever God moves, it's always preceded or accompanied by a sound. There is always a sound that, that is produced, that is a sign, the signal that God is doing something new. God is doing something fresh. So we get here in, in the book of Ezekiel 37. Ezekiel prophesies as he was commanded. As I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound. And the bones came together, bone to bone. This is this incredible passage where Ezekiel is in the middle of a graveyard. He's in the middle of a valley of dry bones. And God is saying to the prophet, this is what my people are like. They're disconnected. They're, they're divided. They're, they're dry. They're shriveled up. There's no life. But, but God says to Ezekiel, can these bones live? And the, the end of the story is that all these bones that are disconnected come back together again. Flesh comes on the, on the bones. Then the breath of the Holy Spirit comes and they rise up as an army full of power, full of purpose. God turns the dry bones and he brings revival to a graveyard. But it all began with a sound. Before the breath, before the army, before the life, before the bones came together, there was a sound. As Ezekiel is prophesying, he hears a sound of bones rattling and bones coming together. I believe we're in a, in a day right now where God, the sound of revival is beginning to be heard. And sometimes, you know, often... As I, as I travel around, around the country, as, as I'm here at Revive, I just get this sense that God is doing something. And I can't quite put the meat on the bones yet. I don't think yet we're fully formed or fully functioned, but I can just hear a sound that God is doing something. Can anyone else hear that? Can anyone else just hear in the spirit that, that it's a new day? It's a new sound. It's a new season. It's a sound of bones rattling. It's a sound of stuff beginning to be stirred. It's a sound of God beginning to assemble an army again. Hallelujah. I love this one. This is, uh, this is Elijah. Elijah said to Ahab, go eat and drink for there is a sound of a heavy rain. And is, it, is it the King James where it says it's the sound of an abundance of rain? Uh, for three and a half years, there's not been the sound of rain in Israel. For three and a half years, they've been in drought. And then uh, the prophet says to the king, get ready. I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. And I don't know if other people were, were there as part of that conversation, but I can just imagine them looking up at the sky. It's blue. The, the Middle Eastern sun is blazing down. There's not a cloud in the sky. And they're like, what on earth are you talking about? But there's a prophet there who can hear that there's something coming. There's an outpouring coming. There's a blessing coming. There's a downpour coming. There's refreshing and renewal coming. And Elijah went to pray. He went to intercede. But before he saw it, he could hear it. Can you hear 
what God's doing. Can you hear? It's a new sound, a new day. What about this in, in the book of Acts? When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. Here's 120 people in an upper room. Jesus has told them the Holy Spirit's coming. The promise of the God is coming. Uh, the, the, uh, the power from on heaven is coming. And they're all there. They're praying. They're interceding. They're waiting. They're, they're tarrying. There's an expectancy. There's a faith. But, but God has not told them what day the Holy Spirit's coming. They just know he's coming. And, uh, and all at once as they're praying, suddenly they hear a sound that drowns out the sound of their prayer. They hear a sound that drowns out the sound of their intercession. And it's the sound of a mighty, violent wind. And it fills the house. We sometimes think that, that it was wind that filled the house. The Bible doesn't say it was a wind that filled the house. It was the sound of wind. Can you imagine a sound so powerful that it fills the room? Can you imagine a sound so powerful that you can feel it? It's like, I know he's passed away now, but you remember Pavarotti, the opera singer. You imagine being on the front row as he's belting out some operatic classics. Um, imagine that, but multiplied by a million. This is a sound from heaven that shook the room, that filled the room. It was a sound from where? From heaven. It wasn't the sound Peter had not got his iPod plugged in. There was not someone on the keyboard. This was a divine, supernatural, heavenly sound. But that sound was ushering in a new day, a new era. Tongues were coming. Fire was coming. Power was coming. The church was being born. It was harvest time. It was revival time. No longer was God just going to be with them, but God was going to be in them. That sound was, ch that sound changed everything I believe there is a new sound from heaven where God is ushering us into something new and fresh and dynamic and powerful anyone else sense it Ezekiel 3 then the spirit lifted me up and I heard behind me a loud rumbling sound as the glory of the Lord rose from the place where it was standing. Do you know that glory has a sound? I think sometimes, as even in a spirit-filled church like this, a, a church that's going after the things of God, I think we're used to the power of God. We're used to the presence of God. But do you know that the glory of God's a whole nother level? And there's been, there's been certain moments in, in my life where I've been in places where I would say, this is not just power and presence, this is glory. Yeah. And the only thing I can describe it to you as is there was a sound. 
I was kind of a little bit too young for the moves of God in the 90s, the Brownsvilles and the Torontos. So the only time I've kind of really been in extended meetings was um, I went to, uh, to Alabama a few years ago when Nathan Morris was there. And they had about two years of, of meetings where God was moving in incredible ways. And I went along for a couple of nights. And, and when I came back, people were saying, what was it like? And I said, the only thing I could describe is there was a sound there that was different to anything I've ever been before. And, and if you've never heard it, it's difficult to describe. Some of you were with, in Mexico with me last year, and in some of those meetings, there was a sound. It was a sound of glory. It was a sound of revival. And I think this is what God is wanting to stir our hearts to pursue. A sound of glory, a sound of revival, a sound that God is on the move. I've not got this scripture down, but in, in the book of Numbers, you read about the high priest who would um, go into the presence of God and he would go through the veil. So he would go behind the curtain. And there's this picture of all God's people are, are kind of on the outside and the high priest goes in. But of course, none of the people can see what the high priest is doing. But there's this interesting kind of couple of verses in Numbers. It says, before the high priest goes in, he has to take bells and put the bells on the tassels of his garments. And so when the high priest goes in behind the curtain, all the people can hear the sound of bells. And the sound is the sign that the high priest is on the move. I've been in prayer meetings where uh, people have literally heard the sound of bells. And friends, I want to encourage us this morning that even when you can't see the high priest, Jesus moving, there's a sound that he's on the move. Sometimes you look at you look at the Houses of Parliament, you look at politics, you look at Brexit, you look at all the, the atrocities that are happening around the world. Sometimes you, we might look at our city or you may even look at your family, your bank account, your marriage, and you think, where is God? I can't see God at work. But friends, can you hear the sound of bells? Can you hear that God is on the move? Before you see him, you can hear him. And I just get this sense right now, I'm watching the news, I'm watching what's happening. But, uh, and it, it, in a lot of ways, things don't look good. But friends, there is a sound that God is assembling an army. There's a sound that the high priest is on the move. There's a sound that Jesus is on the throne and Jesus is moving by his spirit. Can anyone else hear the sound? It's interesting, this morning... Um, there's been a sound coming from our wonderful musicians and singers. Don't they do an incredible job? There's a sense that we're all hearing the same sound. But who knows there's a sense in which we can all hear something different. Is it? I think it's John 12 where God speaks from heaven over Jesus and Everyone hears the sound. But some in the crowd say it was thunder. Then some say it was an angel. And then some, John who was writing, he discerned, he recognized. That is the voice of God. You know there can be a sound from heaven in this room. 
And some people just dismiss it as thunder. Or it's just something natural. It's just noise. It's just hype. Some recognize it. It's an angel, something mysterious, something supernatural. But then there are others who are tuned in and they can hear the voice of God. Even this morning, as, as the musicians have been playing and singing, we're all hearing different things. One thing is to do with proximity. Who knows, I could stand right here in front of this speaker and I can hear something totally different. Sorry for the live stream, people. I can hear something totally different from the people that are at the back or the people that are outside. It's the same sound, but proximity changes what you can hear. Another thing is focus. So I, I can see Darren's there with his headphones on. And the guys that are on sound, they've got the headphones on. And do you know what those headphones can do? They give them the ability to focus on particular sounds. So they can focus on the keyboard. They can focus on the violin. They can focus on the vocals. And they can decide, you know what, the guitar's a little bit too loud this morning. We're going to turn it down. Or the, the, the violin's a little bit too soft this morning. We're going to turn it up. And they've got that ability to tune in and focus exactly on the right sound. I believe this morning, if we want to go from thunder to angel to hearing the voice of God, firstly, there has to be a proximity. I'm coming close to God. I'm coming close into his presence. But then we've also got to, we've got to learn how to turn down the other voices. We, fear is too loud this morning. I'm turning it down. Discouragement is too loud this morning. I'm turning it down. Religion is too loud this morning. I'm switching it off. And I, I'm amplifying the voice of faith. I'm, I'm amplifying the voice of, of worship. I'm amplifying the voice of, of expectancy. You know, there are sound specialists. I, I, I'm, I'm married to a musician. Sometimes I'll, I'll go from a church, not this church, of course, but sometimes I'll, I'll go from another church somewhere else and, and I'll say to Laura, oh, the worship was incredible this morning. She'll say, what are you talking about? That singer was out of tune. There was feedback. There was static and all this. And she's a specialist. She can hear. I believe God is wanting prophetic specialists to come out of the church who can hear what no one else can hear. Those who are tuned in to the sound, the voice from heaven. Come on, someone. The, the, there's two sounds I just want to focus on just for a few moments. The first is a sound of invitation. Look at this in, in Genesis 3. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God. As he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Picture this for a moment. Here's Adam and Eve in the garden. They've been given a job. Look after God's creation. Subdue, dominate, multiply, take dominion over the earth. But Adam and Eve knew there was a certain sound of God walking. And I don't know, what was that sound like? Has anyone thought about it? Was it a sound of footsteps? Was it the sound of rustling 
in the trees? I don't know, but there was a sound. And Adam and Eve knew at that sound, we down tools and we meet with God. That sound is the invitation for intimacy. And I just feel there are people here this morning and you are hearing a sound from heaven and it's the sound of God drawing you closer. You read about this in Exodus where God's people are on the mountain and God says, keep a distance from the glory until you hear the sound of trumpets. And when the trumpets sound, that's your sign. You can come close. You can come up the mountain. You can come into my presence. Is there anyone here this morning, or, or am I the only one, who's just hearing this sound where God's calling me deeper? God's calling me into that place of intimacy, that place of closeness. In the New Testament, it's a sound of a curtain being torn in the temple. The sound where God's saying, it's time to come in. It's time to draw close. It's time to hear my voice. I remember hearing once about a group of preachers. They were sat at a restaurant having a meal and they were eating, they were drinking, they were having conversation. And then suddenly one of the preachers stood up and said, I've got to go. And they said, why? What's wrong? And he just said, the master is calling. And right there in that place, there was one person who heard a sound, God saying, come away. Come away. You got to meet with me. And I just sense there are people here this morning. You're hearing a sound. It's time to go deeper into prayer. It's time to get deeper into the presence of God. It's time to lay some tools down and just meet with God and get back to that place of intimacy. Can anyone else hear that or sense that? Second sound is the sound of action. David is fighting the Philistines, or he's about to fight the Philistines. And he is inquiring of God. God, do I fight or not? And this was, this was what God's response was. As soon as you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the poplar trees, move out to battle. Because that will mean God has gone out in front of you to strike the Philistine army. Here's David and David is in a holding pattern. He's got his men, he's got his troops, but he's wondering when is the time to move? When is the time to fight? When is the time to engage with the enemy? And God says, when you hear a sound blowing in the trees, that is a sign to march. That is a sign not to be complacent, but it's a time to move. It's a time to go. Who knows there are certain sounds that cause you to move. Have you ever, you've been driving in the car, we've all been there, we're just focused on where we're going and we hear the sound of a siren and immediately you're looking in the mirror. You know, is it a, is it a police car, a fire, a fire engine, an ambulance? And if, if, if one of those vehicles is just driving behind you normally, you just carry on driving. Maybe you slow down a little if it's a police car. But if, if it's producing a sound, what do you do? You know it's time to move. And everyone there hopefully moves, gets out of the way. The sound is a signal for action. When I was a kid, there was a sound. 
It was, a, it, it was, you'd get home from school, you'd do your homework, you'd have your tea, you'd be sat in front of the, t- in front of the telly, and then you would hear the sound of the ice cream van. And, and at that moment, the house went chaotic. It was, Mom, get me some money. And, uh, and your mom's there with the person. And you know you've only got a small window before that, 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 that uh, ice cream truck goes away. You've got like two, three minutes. And you're searching under the, under the, the cushions and you're raiding your mom's wallet and everything you can. You're running up to the bedroom, to the piggy bank. It's like you've got to move. The, the, the siren's sounding. And, and you run out of the house. You've got £2.50 in one pence pieces and you're carrying it along and you it's like that the sound it means move and I just censor some people here this morning and you're hearing a sound from heaven and it's a sound saying that that holding position is over God is taking you off a pause God is saying it's time to, uh, God is saying you're hearing a sound where, where God is saying March is not a month but March is an instruction I believe there's a sound from heaven. God is, right now you're hearing that sound. God might, that sound might be saying, get involved in pioneering a new revive expression. That sound may be saying, it's time for a a change of career. That sound might be saying, it's time to write a book or write a song. That sound is saying, it's time to engage in social action. Whatever it is, you can hear a sound saying, complacency is over. It's time to move. It's time to go. It's time to march. It's time to advance the kingdom. Hallelujah. Okay, let me nearly finish. John 3. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. Oh, this is exciting. I'm going to preach now. If you are born of the Spirit, your life produces a sound. That's what the Bible says, right? Everyone born of the Spirit, your life produces a sound. Who knows that your office has a sound? Your workplace has a sound. Our city has a sound. But those born of the Spirit produce a different sound. Who knows grumbling has a sound? Complaining has a sound. Have you ever been in church and during praise and worship, there's like 300 people singing, but the per- there's someone like behind you. I, I was going to say, has got an incredible singing voice. Or in, or in James's case this morning, someone stood next to him who's got a terrible singing voice. And although there's 300 voices singing, their, their sound is distinct. Church, listen to me. Your life produces a sound that is distinct, that is unique. 
So you go into that council office, Rob, and you carry a sound. James, you go into that prison and you carry a sound. You go into that school and you carry a sound. You go into that hospital and you carry a sound. You go into that supermarket and you carry a sound. Love has a sound. Humility has a sound. Forgiveness has a sound. Patience has a sound. Kindness has a sound. Honor has a sound. Joy has a sound. Integrity has a sound. Purity has a sound. The truth has a sound. Signs and wonders have a sound. Your testimony has a sound. The prophetic, of course, has a sound. But everywhere you go, you carry a sound that is literally changing atmospheres. Come on, this is what Jared was talking about last week. Taking the kingdom of God. You carrying your sound, the sound of God's kingdom wherever you go. It's incredible this, this morning. I'm producing a sound preaching, but via the wonders of Facebook, this sound is going all over the world. Friends, your sound has more influence. It carries more weight than you realize. Go back to Acts 2 for a minute. When they, who's there? All the unbelievers in Jerusalem, in the city, when they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Listen to me, church, I'm nearly through. All the people in the city heard a sound. But this was not the sound of wind. That's what the church heard. This was a sound of the disciples. There was a sound coming out of the people of God that shook a city. And I want to prophesy a sound coming out of Revive Church that's going to shake the city, shake the region. We've already had it this, the last couple of weeks with all the articles about the new building. Friends, there is a sound coming out of this church that's reaching a city. So, it, so for some people, it might be a pleasant sound. For some people, it might be an unpleasant sound. For some people, it might be a confusing sound. But it's a sound of bells. It's a sound of the Spirit. It's a sound that God is moving in Revived Church. And I believe there is a sound coming out of this, of this house. It's a sound of signs and wonders. It's a sound of worship. It's a sound of the voice of God. It's a sound of compassion. It's a sound of people getting out of wheelchairs. It's a sound of chains falling off. It's a sound of prodigals coming home. It's a sound of joy, a sound of favor. And that sound is going to shake the city. A crowd gathered because there was a sound coming out of the people of God. Come on, someone. Final verse, and Matt and the guys, do you want to you come up? This is a little glimpse of, oh, I've not got this on the screen. Let me put it back. 
Okay, never mind. Okay, we can, put, we can do that while that's up. In the flash, in a twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will all be changed. Guess we don't speak about this probably as much as we should, but who knows, Jesus is coming again. And then Brexit won't matter. Because everyone will be Brexiting. (laughs) But I love that there is a sound from heaven that raises the dead. We've We've got friends who lost loved ones and the plane crashed last week. And it's a terrible, tragic thing. But I know one day there's going to be a sound from heaven that's going to cause graves to open. And it's to step into eternity. And you know there's a little bit of that sound that raises the dead here this morning when we worship. Scripture that's not up that I wanted to close with. Book of Isaiah 6. It's it's a glimpse of the throne room of heaven. And worship in heaven. And the angels singing holy, holy, holy. And it says that the sound of their voices, the doorposts shook. And this, there's a sound of worship that causes things to shake. And this morning, we get to partner a little bit with that worship. We get to join in with the worship of heaven this morning. And churches, we worship this morning. There's a sound that we're going to produce. It's not the sound of drums and guitars and keys. It's not even the sound of voices. But it's a supernatural heavenly sound that's changing atmospheres, that's changing circumstances. The sound of worship can change regions. The sound of worship can change nations. The sound of worship causes the king to manifest among us. You ready to produce that sound this morning? Come on, why don't we stand together? Hallelujah. Isn't God good?